This is Tipstar's Group 1 horse racing throughout Australia and we're here to examine the big races and the betting strategy for today. And they're off. G'day everybody, thanks for joining us. And we've got two meetings to cover today. First of all, we'll be looking at the Oaks, which is on tomorrow, and then we're going to cover the last day of the carnival at Flemington. The Stakes Day. The Stakes Day. It's also our last Group 1 for the year, so we'll finish with a quick review. Hi, I'm the Professor. And I'm his mate, Nick, that interrupted. (laughs) Hey, uh, you know, only Melbourne can be locked down for six months, Gary. And then, uh, as soon as we come out of lockdown, we have a holiday for the grand final parade, even though the grand final's moved up to Queensland. And then business is starting to get a roll on things. And we're locked down again for another cup weekend. We still still used to get 100,000 people on Oaks Day, even though it was two days after a public holiday. It's like brilliant. It's you just can't get your head around that. There'd be no house in the world to do that. Well, Sc- well, ScoMo wanted to get the country back rolling again, right? Yeah. And then what do we kick it off with? The race that stops the, race. the, na- stops the nation. We just threw the big <laughs> doona over it. See, uh, Oaks Day is um, a great day, and uh, then with the McKinnon States that's moved to the last day and the VR Sprint, so there's two million dollar races there as well, and then. The carnival is over. So um, let's look at uh, Cup Day first, though, of uh, yesterday. How did we go? Well, I'm still, stru- I'm still struggling to get over Cup Day. Um, <laughs> the, in the Cup, well, I'll go through the quaddy. Um, we, went, we went wide. We almost had the field. We went that wide in the first leg. So we actually got twilight payment, although we didn't really fancy it. Mm. Um, so we were in the quaddy. Then we had uh, Purple Sector, which won Can the Can I next. just say on the Cup? Though, I was a bit sad seeing the cup run. I didn't. I've enjoyed watching the races all year in front of nobody, but you know, I didn't like watching the cup in front of nobody. And you know, I just thought, like, lucky Dan employed all those security guards because they normally get a four-day booking around um, Flemington, supervising all the drunks. And you think that you know, you you'd think keeping an eye on a flu, some flu sickies would have been a catwalk after 100,000 drunks, and I've seen them on Oaks Day. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, those guys, they're not working at all right now, are they? Yeah, yeah. That would have been their big uh, four days. Yeah. But anyway, so it was sad seeing the race, and it was um, a brilliant race, though. It really was. Yeah. A few of the trainers were saying their horses actually adapt better with no crowd, you know, because the crowd makes them nervous. Oh, yes. So the horses were a lot better off, which was interesting. Mm. Um, But they would know that because they'd run a midweek and that, and they would see how they'd run differently, you know. But it was such a hot day too, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I, in the cup, I had second, third and fourth in my first four and I didn't have first, so. Yeah. Well, I thought the first run was brilliant. I thought the second run was brilliant, even though he whipped the shit out of him. And I thought the third run, the Jamie... Uh, Jamie um, Prince of Aaron. The Prince of Aaron run. Yeah. That was a really good run too. Yeah. That could have ran it down another few years. Yeah, he yards. was really coming home the fastest of everything, that one. Yeah, so it was a really good race. The yeah. Twilight Payment, like, it ran last year and it just... When they all sprinted, it was just out. they they just all passed it, you yeah. know. And I just didn't have a bar at this year. <sighs> well, he learnt twilight payment, learnt you know from. Well, he's eight years old. 
So he's, he's paying off in his twilight years. <laughs> he definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to the quaddy. So we had third leg, we had Rich Hips, which was a roughie at 20 to 1. So that was our wide leg. And so the, hang on. The second leg, the Waterwood Stakes, right? Yeah. William said after the race, I don't know if you saw it, because he won that race. Yeah. And he said, I really wanted to win the Melbourne yeah. Cup because yeah. I want to go back to back because – you know, but not. I didn't want to be one of these jockeys in the cloud like last year. Yeah. I want to go back to back, and I was really going to make an effort on this horse. I, I said to the trainer, "I'm going to go hard at this," and he did. He he won on the favourite, so he was on the favourite. That was a funny race. He like was on the, the favourite in three legs of the quaddy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, you know, you got to watch out for stuff like that. Yeah. So anyway, all I, when he said that, Gary, all I said was, "I don't care about this race because we had the other horse, um, the other Holmes Glen or whatever it was in there." But um. I, did, I wanted him to be really good in the last race, which he missed out on. Which he missed. So we missed it. We came second by, what, a nose in the last? So oh, yeah, we, we lost by a nose. Anyway, it's a... It's bye-bye, a, 10 grand. Bye-bye, Mornington Cup horse. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So you, you actually don't like betting on the winner of the Melbourne Cup in the following race, do you? No. So he was out to prove you wrong. Uh, well, he was on the same thing as me. He's on the same well, he, 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 he said that... They all talk about how hard it is for the winner to win the next race after winning a really big race. Yeah. So he sort of thought about it and go, well, you've got you got sort of duty bound to the trainer of the next race to give you your best. Yeah. It might have been, you know, with less crowd there and less um, formalities that mm. it might have been easier to do this this year than past as well. Mm. All right. Um, what else we got? We got um, pig, had a, yeah, had a pig. Yeah, pig had fancied Prince of Aaron, Steel Prince, and Surprise Baby. So Prince of Aaron ran a place, which was good. Yeah, he had three. That's sort of cheating a little bit, wasn't it, Pig? Um, I guess there's twenty. We well, there was twenty three horses. We liked we liked Prince of Aaron. We liked Tiger Moth. We liked the Chosen One. Yeah. That's second, third, and fourth. Yeah. I don't know why we didn't like Twilight. Uh, I love it now. I like it now. <laughs> All right, that's and, and that's the wrap up. We paid sixteen and a half the uh, quaddy. And what did we learn, Gazza? What did we learn? Um, I'll tell you what I learned. Lloyd Williams got a runner in the cup. Don't leave him out of your multiples. Oh, why would you? <laughs> I heard Nicky's son talking, um, and he said uh, they said oh, I was a good pick, put and jai. He never won a cup runner on me. Put him on the horse, and then he goes, he goes, Dad did that. He said he just yeah. said to me. And it worked out, and it's the same with the he one. He picked that him out a while back and goes, "He's the best young jockey going around." I mean, obviously that Lloyd Williams knows it, knows everything about it. Yeah, same with the Derby, right? That that was just a kid. Steve King's son was on that. Uh, yeah, so they've done they've done well the the, the young guys. You can also win with Jim Bradley Speedball. Take the Jim Bradley 14-Day Speedball Challenge so you can stay both physically and mentally fit if you ever need to self-isolate. Just Google Jim Bradley Speedball. Are the crowds allowed back to the races for the last couple of days, Gary, or something? No, what makes you say that? Well, it's just such bad weather. You know, normally that means, you know, Melbourne's up and about, the bad weather, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, but it, I, even though it's been two perfect days um, and the gates have been closed to Joe Public, so, you know, I'm thinking now it's two crappy days coming up. They should be, they should fly it open. But I don't think the rain's going to be a factor no. for when we're about to assess. No. 
It's only going to be like one mil or two mil on yeah. that. So I think it would be pretty good pretty good track for um, for, for Oaks Day. Speaking of Oaks Day, I've been a lot of Oaks Days, Gary. I went once and it was so hot, the track buckled on the train and you couldn't get Oh, the train track buckled. Yeah, you know, that little train that comes in there and, like, gets rid of, like, 80 – in those days there was 120,000. More people went to the Oaks than they went in the Cup in those days. And it was, like, 120,000 and the, the, uh, the train stopped so you couldn't get out. So we had to walk out to um, Flemington uh, – to uh, Footscray and catch another train – you know, which is stinking hot, and these people must be going, wow, all these drunken people walking out from, like, thousands and thousands of them. I went to the Avoca Cup one year, and I saw the train pulls up on the other side of the track, and everyone gets out with their finest clothes on for the Avoca Cup, and then they walk across the track. It's hilarious. Where's Avoca? Oh, it's out in the Western Districts. Oh. And there's a train out there, is there? Yeah, a little train goes out to the track. so it must be a thing they all do. (laughs) So um, it was a very sobering... Walk home anyway. So Oaks, who do who do we like on the Oaks? Okay, we've got um, no surprises here. Montfilia, number one, Montfilia. Well, that's like a dollar something, isn't it? Yeah, it's got a two to one, so that's probably about what it is on the. Is tape. that going to be Huey's first win of the carnival? He's yeah. had a shocker. He's had a shocker, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, number two, personal, five to one. Hmm. I was then, on that. I've been on that. Then it's got a fair few horses around the. 13, 14, 15 mark. Mm. Um, but one of them is a thing called Biachi, which is 60 to 1. So I'm just throwing that out there as a real roughie. Is that a deep blue or is that a Gary Professor um, take on it? We'll see if it wins. Yeah. If it runs a place, it's a it's a uh, Gary one. Well, at number six, Miraville. And the reason why I like it was because it flew home for fourth. So it was like sometimes I love it. When you see a horse fly home, they don't get first, second, or third. They don't get noticed as much. It is actually only seven dollars, uh, but um, it's also uh, in the wakefall, so that's a good lead up. Mm. I thought it was a really good run. So an extra five hundred meters might just make all the difference for it. Yeah. Plus, it's number six cloth barrier. So I love it. I love that oh, match. That old. That old. No, when it's six or seven, that's a good match. It means it's like you know, it's not the top weight or anything. Well, that's one of the ones that came up at fifteen to one. Yeah. yeah, but I'm going to put a bet on that. That's nearly my best bet of the carnival. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because, I mean, I was hoping it was going to be a bit more of a long shot, but it is it's it is 7-1, but I think it's, um, well, it's got um, Williams on it, so it's probably a lot of... So we're not going to do a quaddy tomorrow. We nah. We'll leave it all for Saturday. Yeah. Now. Well, it's, that's the only decent race. Yeah. So Saturday, we'll jump to Saturday. We're, we're quite a few days out, so a few things could happen. I mean, Donald Trump might get voted in and... You know, might have a civil war over in America between. But if assuming that said day will happen, well, what are we doing? Um, well, let's start with race six, the uh, the Group One Dali Sprint, twelve hundred meters. Yeah, now that's the weight for age, right? Does that mean the oldest horse always gets number one? Um, I don't know who gets one when they're all the same. It's probably on a ranking, like the rating of the horse. The highest rated horse gets it, but they've all got the same. Wait. Uh, Does that make sense? No. I just wondered when, you know, like when I was, I was looking at that weight for age and I was thinking, does that, because it was Santa Anna Lane, now that's the oldest horse in the race and that was number one. And I thought, yeah. does that just naturally fall into place? So if they're all around the same age, probably then it. I has, wonder, yeah. I don't, I don't actually yeah. don't know that. No, I just wondered. Doesn't really matter, does mm. it? Um, so we've got uh, Bivouac, uh, three to one, yeah. Nature Strip, 450. Hey, Doc's a bit of a surprise. That's coming at five to one. Yeah, you were saying pig. That's pig's pick. 
And sorry, Pig's Pick is back in the Oaks. He didn't give us one for Saturday. I thought you said he liked Hay Dog. He likes hard squeeze in the Oaks, the thing that won by five. Oh, that's his... So he didn't give us a pick for Saturday. He hasn't looked at him yet, but he does like Hay Dock. He, normally, he might be. On, oh, that's right. He was on Hay Dock Doc when it won yeah. um, at Mooney Valley. Yeah, he, okay. and he normally sticks to the ones he likes. Yep. Um, and Zaturi was eight, so that's that's it. Um, Can I say that even though Bivouac probably has, you know, it's it's beaten Nature Strip in the last run, and it's probably got its measure. I'm going for Nature Strip. I've just seen Nature Strip at its best, and I and it loves it down the straight. It's an up and down horse. It, it, well, you know, it's had a bit of pressure on it. It likes to get out front, and probably doesn't like to have a compete a lot. I reckon it's good at eleven hundred, and at twelve, it's well, this is right tw- on its limit. This is twelve hundred. Yeah, mm. Mm. that's where it's vulnerable. So um, they're round about the same price, but I was going to go back Nature Strip. Even though there's a few good horses in this race. Well, Nature Strip's beaten all these before. It's just whether he can do it again. Mm. Like he's up and down. All right, race seven. So that's the Group 2 Matriarch. 2,000 metres. So we've got number three, Vanna Girl, at 6 to 1. 13, Chaliot at 6 to 1. And then we've got Dance, Dance, Dance is at... Uh, yeah, 50 to 1 or something. 8 to... Uh, Eight to one, and yeah. I, don't, I don't get that. Like I went back and looked no, at it. Oh, maybe it's done some calculation wrong yeah. or something. I went back through. And I went, How can this thing be coming up at eight to one? Yeah, I'm going to have to have a look at that. It's it didn't pop up, and when I was looking at it, I, I quite like toffee tongue. But um, we're going to go field. Yeah, yeah, field on that one. Um, and then we have got the McKinnon Stakes. Right, I've always, I've always liked that race. So two thousand, another two thousand meter race. Yep. Melody Bell, uh, three fifty. It's not a big field, is it? It's no. only like ten to field. It's not like it used to be. The McKinnon Stakes used to have heaps of fantastic horses in it. Yeah, there's a lot of good horses in it, but it's only a short, small field, which means that I think they'll all get. A, if they're good enough, they've got a chance to win, haven't they? Mm. Um, Arcadia. So Queen. that's Melody Bird Blue Bell, Blue. Bell at three fifty. Oh, Bell is it? I've got. It. Go on. <laughs> I've never even heard of a Melody Blue. <laughs> um, Shout the bar. That's that good form in New Zealand. I saw that melody uh, bell. blue. blue. <laughs> and so, and so we're going. Well, we're going one out on that, aren't we? Yeah. But so so what yeah, are the others? There's, there's one, uh, Acadia Queen and Shout the Bar at four. Mugger Two's at six. Yeah. We might have to just have a double think that. No, one. I'm not happy with one out on that. Mugger it's in two, form. Mugger Two ran, ran a great race in the Cox Plate. Those informed New Zealand horses, though. I like me. Yeah, I know. Anyway, caught wide all the way and still came home. We'll really put late. our final. We'll put our final uh, ads. Uh, well, we're on eight at the moment, but we might just. We'll see. If it, eight. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Number no. eight, Melody Bell. Yeah. Yeah, we're on that at the moment. Yeah, Melody so. Bell. That's it. B e double l e. Yeah. Oh, that's why it's French. What's that's French for blue, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's French for blue? Blue. Blue. B l e u. So, okay, no, I think we'll go. Well, we're, right now we're saying we're one out on that, so let's stick to that. Yeah, all right. Race we'll nine. And race nine is the is another sprint, so um, this is just an open race. You know, it's got Wise Hero and Express Pass um, at short odds, Meteorites around seven, but like lots of things could win this race. So I think this is a wide league, yeah? Yep. Okay, so we'll put our, our picks up on um, Tipstar's Facebook page. Uh, so, so, 
we're going to go through a bit of a season's retrospective. You know, I just want to ask you a few questions, Gary. Well, we've covered all the group ones for the year now, so we've done a 12 months of podcast, and I think Deep Blue needs a few tweaks, so version two is going to be on the way next year. I think also reading reading um, Deep Blue, reading its tips, you really need to to do a university course, don't you? <laughs> yes. It's just something pop out and tell you what to do. It you complicates of, things. Often right. Gary goes, God, like last week, like for instance, he goes, well, like yesterday, he said we should have got the quaddy because that, that one that won the last that we were one out on, that was its pick and we didn't take it because no. – it was like it was like ten to one, or we didn't want to go. One. We didn't want to go one out. On we didn't want to go one, one out shot. on ten to one, and so we went one out on the favourite, and they uh, wins, and it would have paid like uh, well, paid sixteen, sixteen grand. Yeah. Ouch! So that's the price you pay for not reading it. Um, did we get our Did we get our syndicate up? We did not. No. Um, our plan B and uh, get a horse and and and, and we you know we had a couple of plans so we could get a horse. Did we get that? Happen? We had our plan was to get a horse to run in the Mornington Cup. Yeah, and we, to get that we wanted to win fifty thousand dollars. And why did we want it to win? In the- so we could go and watch it. Yeah, and also if it, and if guess it, what if it won it would have been it would have got a ballot straight into the um, Caulfield well, Cup, which if it won would go straight into the <laughs> Melbourne Cup. So there was only a little. There was only two ifs in that well, whole thing, or three. Getting the horse. <laughs> yeah, and uh, on just on that, we didn't get close. We didn't. No. No. To getting a horse. Oh, no. So you know what that means. Yeah. The what? dream the became dream? a night. We woke up from our dream. <laughs> no, it means the dream lives on. That's next year's dream. <laughs> well, is to get fifty thousand dollars for the Caulfield for a Caulfield Cup Mornington Cup horse. All right. Well, is there what else you got to say, Gazza? Oh, yeah, the only other thing I just would say is thanks everyone who's listened in and sent in emails and also special thanks to our techie, uh, Marshy, for, well done, Marshy. Um, for all the work he did to, to help us get the thing on, up and running as well. Well, goodbye, well, that's going to be it for us for the year. See you guys. Thank you very Good luck much. Good this weekend. We'll be back if we win. Don't worry about that. can have that at any old odds. That's what we want to hear. Thank you for listening to Tipstars Group 1 Horse Racing. Further information can be found at tipstars.com.au and remember, please gamble responsibly. This episode was brought to you by Nichemark, your right-hand team for digital marketing, social media and podcasting. Thinking of starting a podcast? You do the talking, we do the tech. Contact Nishmark to get started.